So pleased you're joining us on this Thursday. It's 845 on KXRY Portland, 107.191.1 FM, online everywhere at xray.fm. I'm Carl Wolfson along with Ryan Stroyer. I'll be sitting in on uh, Thank You Democracy tomorrow during this uh, 7 to 9 hour with Jefferson Smith, and we'll be back on the air with Carl in the morning on Monday. Ibrahim Mubarak in studio with us. Ibrahim is co-founder of Right to Dream 2 and the organization Right to Survive. Ibrahim, thank thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you with us. And we were just talking to Dirk Vanderhart at the Mercury about uh, what's going to be voted on today at City Council. Take it up. I want to go back after that to talk a little bit about what's going on at Right to Dream 2, how wonderful a project it is. But take us to the City Council debate today. What's up for debate? The, uh, what's up for debate is the street vacation, the zoning, and approving that, uh, um, them approving and voting on that. Uh, that's a feasible spot for a group of uh, organized or houseless people to mm-hmm. sleep, get a safe place to sleep. And this would be uh, on the East Bank? Um, south, uh, south, Third and Southeast Harrison. Uh, third and Southeast Harrison. Yes. And, and for those, uh, that's near Omsi, right? Somewhat yeah, near Omsi? Okay. And um, the is your sense that this is going to pass the city council, these new zoning? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking well, you to be a political <laughs> prognosticator here. That's dangerous, my friend. Well, it was it was our sense that uh, it was going to pass when we wanted to go under the uh, Broadway Bridge in the right, borough district. Right, right. But, however, uh, they had plans for that, and they, it's for some reason, people are are afraid to show that this city has a mass problem right. of houselessness. Right. And so, they wanted to paint a pretty picture. Uh, in the Pearl District that they was building these new hotels and they didn't want visitors or tourists mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whoever to see mm-hmm. uh, a negative spot in the in the uh, commerce department and the city officials, what they didn't pay attention to. And all of a sudden you got this huge explosions of people sleeping on the streets and with nowhere to go. Ibrahim, let's, let's go back to 2011 because, you know, we use the phrase right to dream too to describe – um, this really a nonprofit organization that's operating, but I think a lot of people may pass it in Chinatown. They may hear right to dream true, but they may not know all the details of what is there and how it operates. Um, give give our people some some guidelines here. About seventy five people a night find shelter there. Is that, tell us how it all operates. <laughs> well. It started with uh, Right to Survive is it, the parent uh, organization, and it's a direct action organization. Mm-hmm. And as everyone knows that during the Rose Festival Parade, the city uh, allowed people to put a tent out on the sidewalk overnight to wake up and watch the parade. Right. So Leo Rose, one of our uh, board members, came and said, hey, why are the city allowing people that live inside to put tents up on a sidewalk for a time of recreation when they won't allow people uh, who live on the street to do it as a means of survival. So we got together and planned a strategic direct action where we put tents along the uh, parade route and say, hey, come on in. You won't get swept. Police won't bother you. Mm -hmm. Get some sleep. We have food. We have special speakers and entertainment 
and we're going to educate you. So during our first year after that, uh, everybody woke up and said, that's the best sleep we had in a while without being disturbed. And so we, the organizers looked at each other and we, they said, what are we going to do now? And so Trim Shannon, another member of, of Right to Dream 2 and Right to Survive said, well, they're having a rainbow gathering. Let's go there and clear our heads and figure out what we can do. And so during that time, the disgruntled landowner, Mike, Michael Wright, mm-hmm. put in a Portland Tribune that the city wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do with his land. So he contacted a guy who did Digny Village, and voila, uh, uh, friendship and a partnership developed out of that. And so we wanted that Right to Dream 2 to be a place where people can come get under uninterrupted, dry, safe sleep after the shelters were full. And we know that we knew ourselves that people were sleeping on the sidewalk because they have enough shelter space. So that's what Right to Dream 2 initially turned out to be for people to come sleep. And we cater to all the problems or all, let me say, all the situation that the mainstream shelter didn't cater to mm-hmm. where people with pets can come stay, couples who wasn't married or some could come stay because they had no couple shelter. We catered to uh, families but not with children under a certain age and especially the LGBTQ community, which nobody with people is turning blind sight and disrespecting their uh, personal preference by not allowing them to go in these shelters and sleep. So we figured this is the houseless community where everybody's at. Right. The real and, and, and as I understand it, it's a place not only where there's 24-hour 20 hour security, but people are free from harassment there, from, from police or, you know, other bullies or other. It's a safe space. And I also understand, Ibrahim, and I haven't heard this talked about very much, is that part of the aim of Right to Dream 2 is to help people get the help they need, to help them to be more self-sufficient, to get employment. That's part of the mission there? That's that. Well, the mission is to get them asleep. Right, but, right. but then with Right to Survive being the direct action organization that's educating the people on their constitutional, human, and civil rights, right. that organization go in and educate the people that's there because uh, as we know that first thing a houseless person need and look for is sleep. And once they have sleep, we can direct them to the proper resources and we can help them at, at educating them. So then we develop an empowerment center where we got about uh, six to seven computers from Freaky where people can look online to seek for housing, to seek education, to look for work, mm-hmm. and to keep in contact with their family. Our guest in studio, Ibrahim Mubarak, who is co-founder of Right to Dream 2 and the organization Right to Survive. And today in city council, there'll be votes on um, changing zoning ordinances uh, for a, a Right to Dream 2 presence uh, in near Omsi. And you have concerns, though, about this new location, whether it's too far away from a lot of people in downtown, right? Exactly. My concerns was that uh, we stay in the around the hub of the social services mm-hmm. where people can access freely. However, the city quote unquote said there's no land where they can where we, they can provide for us to help provide for mm-hmm. uh, the houseless community. Um, 
But we know we've seen vacant land around there, what they can do. But I guess this is the best thing that they can offer us at this moment. Mm -hmm. I also understand that um, uh, Charlie Hales, uh, the mayor, has kind of sent out the word uh, to police to stop harassment. Have you seen evidence of that? Um, And I'm just talking about police interaction with the homeless community. As in what, them sweeping the people, turning their tents up, throwing their stuff away, arresting them for Mm -hmm. being human and existing. I have seen that. And as of uh, two days ago, under the steel bridge, a campsite was being swept. And I talked with Josh Albert, and he said, well, we didn't completely say that. We said during the holiday season, which was false. He did say that. Mm -hmm. And so. So you're saying you've seen the sweeps continue. Yeah, I got pictures of it on my camera, and and even over by St. Francis and under the Burnside Bridge, the Belmont Bridge, under any bridges, and even on ODOT property where they're not Mm -hmm. utilizing Mm -hmm. land that people are, are being swept from. And so I cry out this year our slogan is when they tell us to move along we say move along to where where right. do we go where can right. we go find right. peace right. to uh try to find to be productive and get back into this uh society as they say ibrahim you know israel bayer who is executive um, editor of street roots penned uh, i think at the end of the year he penned an editorial where he was criticizing um you know some of the the I think it was, as he phrased it, some of the more established or more affluent white liberals or liberals in Portland who live in nice neighborhoods and believe we ought to uh, find long-term solutions for homelessness. But he criticized them for not wanting to see homeless in their neighborhoods. (laughs) Right. And and you know what I'm talking about. It's essentially the same as wanting to have an encampment under the Broadway Bridge and seeing... Uh, you know, developers and and commercial entities lose their minds over it. Um, Do you have, uh, sitting right here with me, what would you like people in Portland to know about um, homelessness and the people that you see on a daily basis? And and just in the minute we have left or a couple minutes we have left, what are the kinds of things we really need to be doing as a society to, to mitigate homelessness and make economic and social justice a reality for one thing that uh the the uh minimum wage uh, uh yes. they they got a program or a campaign for 15 now i think it should be 20 plus more dollars now to come back to economic system another thing to uh take out the uh, no cause eviction and stop raising the rent where people can afford, make affordable rent for mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. Another thing, you need to put your stereotype and your prejudice down because it shows when some your neighbor can be your neighbor, but the minute they lose their housing, they lose their right, they lose their right to be your friends, to be your neighbors, to have a voice, they use their right. To become invisible. To be, yeah, they become invisible, to be visible. They lose all kinds of rights. And these are humans. We and, 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 and from this being one of the richest countries, productive countries and this supposed to be a, a liberal city, you're treating humans like they're some type of disease or something. And I know this is a fragile situation, but people got to come to grips. We're somebody's mother, we're somebody's father, uncle, nephew, grandparent, sister, friend, cousin, whatever. We're humans, we're not diseases, we just don't. A lot of people hit go to the streets and they don't know how to live in the streets because mm-hmm. we're not taught 
from kindergarten on up how to be homeless. We're taught how to be business people, teachers, technicians, politicians, anything. But when you hit the street, you don't know what to do. So it's a way of life on trying to regroup and figure figure out what to do and how to live, especially without the uh, commodities that people have, like a shower or a restroom or a refrigerator or a safe place to go sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's said so eloquently, and it fits into so many of the things we talk about on a daily basis here, Ibrahim. And I began the show uh, with news today and mm-hmm. played a couple clips of President Obama at the Islamic Center of Baltimore. Alhamdulillah. And, 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 and this is a man who understands we're either going to be one humanity, one country, or we're not going to exist and that the reaction just from you know donald trump saying you know maybe he likes it there and feels comfortable why shouldn't he feel comfortable there that's That's right right. or marco rubio saying he's trying to divide america we have a real split in this country and it's kind of been the theme of today's show and most of my broadcasting years that we're either going to advance together as humanity or we're going to fall apart and, um, you know, we have to follow. That's a bigger dream. I mean, mm-hmm. right to dream, too, is about getting by every day. Exactly. The bigger dream is that we get by as a human race, not every day, not just every day, but in a future where we all uh, see basic humanity as a strength and not divide. Thank you. Uh, go ahead. Evolution. Revolution. Yeah. Like, you know, revolution, <laughs> evolution. How can you put it? How can you say it? But we need right. each other. We yep. need each other. Yep. They can't exist without us. We can't exist without them. Well, thanks them. for coming in today. Exactly. Ibrahim Mubarak is with us, the co founder of Right to Dream 2 and the organization Right to Survive. And, um, you know, I would say for people maybe driving by Chinatown, is it okay to stop in and say hi? And, and anytime, come know? by and take yeah. a tour, talk to people. Good. I don't know why people are afraid of houseless people. Maybe we should be afraid of house people because you don't see nobody yeah. kidnapping. Yeah. You don't see yeah. no <laughs> math lab on the, in a tent. You don't see nothing. Believe like me, that. I'm I'm afraid of Donald Trump a lot more than anybody at Right to Dream Two. Ibrahim, thank you, man, for coming thank in. I really appreciate you, it. It's eight fifty nine. You're listening to Carl in the morning on KXRY Portland one oh seven point one ninety one point one FM online everywhere at X Ray FM.